0: My biggest spurts of growth came through community. Mm. And my biggest downfalls have come through community. So when I was a little kid, I would be hanging around with people that were doing drugs, selling drugs, fighting, stealing, breaking into homes. So guess what I was doing? The pattern is actually the thing that's taking life away from me. Every time this guy opens his mouth, I'm like, dang, Oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> Yo, I didn't know you were going
0: to click that thing for us to
1: go live. Well, you, you manifested it, man. You clicked it, and here we are. Let's do it. So, so, Garen, uh, Garen's been a longtime uh, friend of the channel, and uh, he's been on YouTube, my channel, a couple times. And I met him recently in Arizona. He's part of Genius Network. That was How was that first session for you, but man? One, it, it was
0: so weird because we've connected, we've spoken. It was like FaceTime. It was like I was being interviewed by you and then meeting you in the first time, it was like I knew you for a long time, but I was like, oh yeah, we haven't met in person. But honestly, the Genius Network was really awesome because a um, lot of people doing big things in the world and everybody was just there to share and being a witness to other people sharing. So I loved it.
1: What, um made you want to, not even just join Genius, but what made you want to join another group of entrepreneurs or even give it a shot?
0: You know, some, some of the biggest, uh, my biggest spurts of growth came through community. Mm. And my biggest downfalls have come through community. Like whatever community I was hanging around the most, I tend to do what they do. So when I was a little kid, I would be hanging around with people that were doing drugs, selling drugs, fighting, stealing, breaking into homes. So guess what I was doing? Selling drugs. I never did drugs, but I sold drugs, fighting, stealing. And I did very well. So once I found a health and wellness community, I started doing what they were doing. Personal development, transformation, learning about emotional intelligence and eating well. Lost 35 pounds, put on 19 pounds of muscle, and 10 years later, at age 42 years young, I'm still thriving strong. Then I got in groups of high-thriving community people that are building productivity, building generational wealth, building themselves up, and every group that I associate myself with and lean in, I tend to do what they do. So this new community where I just met you, Genius Network, there are people that are doing in in different areas. I wouldn't say way more than what I'm doing because when it comes to the heart and energy. Let's go. They're with the best of them. <laughs> but as far <laughs> as like business, like you with the YouTube, I barely have any YouTubes. And, you know, like there's so many people that are doing certain things that I I'm interested in at levels that are, they're pre-calculus and I'm ABCs, but if I associate myself with this group, I tend to do what they do, if not better, or at least I'm playing in the same energy or frequency.
1: So every time I go, and that was the first time I'd been in person in a while, every time I go, I end up coming away feeling just with higher standards, like, man, I'm I'm doing great and I gotta be playing at a at a higher level. You know, I, we got it. we there's so much more that I'm capable of doing and being around high level entrepreneurs is always kind of reinforces that. What was your biggest takeaway from the group? Honestly, man, there was there was there, there were two things. It was something you
0: said, which I'll tell you last, and then there was something that it was that guy, Nick. What's Nick Stevenson or something like that? The Bitcoin guy. Yeah, 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 I know. Nick says people are always trying to focus on bettering their best. And I've even tried to do that. I was like, I'm going to outdo myself. I'm going to outdo my – he was like, man, that's so hard. But if you better your worst, if you look at areas in your life and you become a little bit better in the worst areas, you make everything else better. And I was like, yo, that's actually more feasible in my mind. And it just it, it blew me away of how I can look at areas of my life where, let's say YouTube, this is where you come into play. Let's go. My it's- most strong, my, my most strongest feature when it comes to serving humans, number one is in
1: person. Yeah, Nick Peterson. I knew it wasn't Stevenson, but it's like you planted it in my head, and I couldn't think of what it was. So Nick Peterson. Yeah. So- <laughs> My most strongest
0: asset when it comes to connecting with humans, one is in person. Mm. In person, like I have a retreat coming up the weekend of June 10th called the Awaken the Artist Within retreat. That is, it's literally almost sold out. But that right there, me in a retreat space, out of it's, it's in a whole different dimension, a whole different planet. But me on video, me on podcasts, me in commercials, but me on video is a strong asset. I don't have any assets really strong of my own, putting out my own video content. It's on your station, on Impact Theory and all these other stations. And when you were like, he was like, dude, just do, like, just do it. And it's not what you said. It's how easy you made it sound. And the last time someone said, man, it's just work. You're going to work anyways. Last time someone said it like that, I ended up, earning $15 million over the next, what, nine years in that company. So, um, but, and and that was early on But when you said, he was like, just do it. And it, it, it was the YouTube, it was the whole YouTube conversation. He was like, don't worry about editing. Don't worry about color correcting. Don't worry about all these different things, which stops me because I'm a creative. And anytime I do things where I'm focused on 9 million other things than being in my genius, I stop and I don't want to do it because it's too difficult. Mm. You're like, so don't focus on any of that. Just pull your camera out and just do it. And I was like, I cannot come back with anything smart other than <laughs> actually doing it. I can't rebuttal that. So that was one of the biggest things that really, really, really hit me not get caught in the weeds, being my genius, and then just, you just learn over time. And then you hire people to do the things
1: that you don't want to get into the weeds about. It sounds like we're cooking on a Garen Jones YouTube channel, guys.
0: Yeah. Some, something's, and I already have, since we spoke, I have six videos, and one of them is going out today. So like,
1: I just pulled my phone out, and I just went in. I love it, man. Also, the coaching, right? I mean, we talked about turning your coaching videos into YouTube videos, too. You had a great – I mean, you went live, I think it was even that day. You were in Arizona. And you went live, and I saw a couple of your co- – the, the, you were talking to the slingshot. Uh, I forget the guy came on, and it was just like felt down and out, didn't know what to do, and had all this stuff happen to him. And you're like, you know what? Like, It's a slingshot. Just The further back you go, the faster you can shoot forward. Absolutely. Um, like all those are videos for your channel.
0: Yeah. And that was another, it was, that was huge for me. Cause I was like, you know what, what he was like, what are you selling? I was like, well, I do retreats. I do group coaching. I do one-on-one coaching, but I don't have any of that online. It's just like me talking, saying some slick stuff and things like that. But if anybody saw how I worked with people, how I process people, how when somebody is, going through something really deep traumatic and how i can allow myself to be accessed and channeled to be a safe space to mm-hmm. live, then put the puzzle pieces together in their nervous system and then walk them back to where they currently are safely and make them feel absolutely well they make themselves feel absolutely amazing and 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 just I feel like I have so much faith in myself and so much passion. I know what I want to do. I have so much clarity in my life and I have action steps. When I'm around people and I do that, but I don't have anything online that sees me in that. So if people saw the value, I would actually make more than six figures a year for one-on-ones and 12 coaching sessions because they would see the value and what would happen into their life.
1: Uh, Joe Polish, who runs Genius Network, likes to. He he has a term called return on genius. It's so, so like for the investment that you make in the group, what's the what's the return that you get out of it? And it's great when it can be quantified. It's like, hey, you know, the, being part of that group costs twenty five k to be in the room, and already from like first meeting, already getting a hundred k plus idea on what you can do, just shows the value of, of joining groups and being around people who can help elevate your thinking on things that they're great at and maybe a blind spot for you. I love leading with like, what are you selling so we can tie in what you're selling to help you get more sales. And I think for you, as good as you are talking to camera, I think you're even better talking to humans. Yeah. Right. I- and, and if we just film that and you already are filming it, right? I mean, that's the thing with your Instagram lives, you're already filming it. You're already doing coaching. Now just make that into a YouTube video. So it's not just like you have these, brand new, if you guys don't know Gary, you should go follow him on, on Instagram. He does these coaching sessions and uh, he just goes and riffs and then brings random people up. It's not like it's all staged and they know who's going to come on and says, Hey, how can I help you? And then they, they go off talking together. And the problem there is it's like, it's great experience for whoever's live, but then it, it kind of dies afterwards because nobody's going back on somebody's Instagram lives and seeing what they were doing. But if that was cut into a YouTube video, then that lives forever. In, in the stuff that you talk about is, is evergreen stuff that people will still need in two years and five years and ten years, right? It's not just like a strategy for right now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, even just going back and cutting all those videos, because they're still there. You save them, turn yeah. them into YouTube videos, and you start getting a lot more. I mean, yes, a lot more business, but even more. It's like a lot more impact. Like how many people can relate to the people who are being coached by you? It's like, man, that's me. Now we get to spread that to YouTube and the world.
0: Even the other day when I was talking to somebody that they were, they're business driven. So they got a really successful business, but inside they've always wanted to be a singer. They wanted to be some kind of artist. They wanted to be uh, publicly speak, but they don't have the confidence to do it. So they overcompensate in their business to hide away from the thing that they really want to bring out their authentic expression. So I'm having a coaching call with this person and I said, you know what? I'm actually hosting a three day retreat, the weekend of June 10th, called Awaken the Artist Within. I think you would be perfect for it. And then they registered that night, but there were other people that were on the live and was like, no, I need that for me. So I ended up from that live registering six people um, from a high ticket retreat that's literally almost sold out
1: and I haven't even posted on it publicly. And that's from, you know, a couple hundred people, a couple thousand people, you know, ending up watching that live. Now imagine 40,000 people, 100,000 people, you know, watch it on YouTube. Yeah. You
0: got me again, bro. I'm it just it. keeps going. <laughs> every, time, every time this guy opens his mouth, I'm like, Damn. it's almost like a big brother, even though I'm probably older than him. Yeah. How do you? I'm close. I'm 42 on the 20th. So we're, we're right there. Okay. Yeah. We're both, we're both. Okay. You're, you're 41. I'm 42. I'll be 43 in July. So we're, yeah. So it's like my big little big brother. And every time (laughs) he says something, I'm like, "Mm." here's what's beautiful though. And this is what I love about Evan. Evan is smart. Evan is successful. Evan impacts lots of people, but Evan's not, he's not too high on himself to not learn. So when I when I met him, he gave he gave me the opportunity to share something with him that allows him to grow. And this is how whenever you can, like, really hold yourself to a standard and then be not 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 be too big to, like, learn from somebody. Evan gave me the opportunity to even share some stuff. And I won't I won't put his stuff out there unless he wanted to. But he gave me the opportunity to share my expertise in a way in which. He can also level up as well. And if, if there's anybody out there, find you good people that, that you can share and be honest and vulnerable with in a moment that will allow you to level up in your own life. And this is something I love keeping great people in my life. So I just want to acknowledge you, Evan, for you're like this highlighted person. And everybody's like, Evan, 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 Evan. And you came to me and you're like, listen. I have something too. I'd love to share. And I'm like, wide open, baby, let's go.
1: Yeah. I'm happy to share. And I love kind of pulling back the curtains so people can see what goes into it, that we're all just trying to figure things out. And that I think a lot of times if the, if the expert comes off as kind of too perfect then you can't relate. So I love being able to share the story, but um, we, so inside genius network, we had a, uh, this a little hot seat moment where you g- group up. I think we had three or four people, um, I hear Garen yell Carmichael <laughs> <laughs> from the back of the room. It's like, okay, we're gonna, we're doing this. It's going down, and uh, and and we kind of ran out of time before I got my chance to share my thing. And so uh, I asked Garen, Hey man, I, I got something that I think you you'd be uniquely qualified to help me with. I'd, I'd love, love to pick your brain at some point over the next two days. It was a two day event, and uh, and then I think like at the next break, I just came downstairs and found you. And for me, it was. Uh, a lot of the stuff that we do is so uh, goal oriented and focused, and where you're going to be in two years, and a lot of the tools we're going through are also kind of planning like that. And um, I I wanted to go the opposite way and just trust that good things happen to me, that great things happen to me, and how do I open myself up more to that? And I thought, you know what, if there's one spiritual badass in this room who can answer that question. <laughs> Karen Jones we got to find that man <laughs> uh, yeah and then you gave, me, you gave me some great advice and it's also the willingness to ask for help you know like if you find somebody who you think might be able to help having the courage to go up and say hey I've, I've got a question I think you might be able to give me perspective um, and maybe they shut you down but at least you gave your shot and you'd be surprised by how often people would give you a couple minutes and maybe in those couple minutes something unlocks you know, I remember like for yours, you came in asking about um, being intentional with time. And then the first person was like giving you all this advice on how to schedule and how to do all this stuff. And I asked you like, hey, do you, is that what you even want, man? Like you're you're this creative genius. He's like, yeah, having schedules and rigidity feels like I'm in prison. Right. It's like, exactly. You got to you got to do your thing. And so sometimes it's easier to kind of see it from the outside. Somebody give you perspective to say, hey, if you just tweak this little mindset shift right here can make all the difference in the world.
0: Yeah, man. And I, I, and I appreciated that too, because I'm i I'm an implementer. So as soon as I have awareness assumption, I'm already, I'm like, man, the results already showed up. Cause it's, it, I embody the lesson instead of be like, Oh yeah, I got it and
1: do nothing with it. So I appreciate you for taking the time. So listen, here's another question. One of the, one of the guys in the group has this term called strategic byproduct. And the idea is, you're working on something and then something else just pops up as a result of it. I like to call it karmic byproduct because it's not you're not strategic about it. You don't know what's going to come out of it. But by being involved and investing yourself and asking questions and working on something, other doors will happen and open for you. But by sitting on the couch, it never happens. So often we go in asking, thinking for something, asking for something. We get something completely different that ends up being way better. So, out of the past week, what was what's a karmic byproduct for you? Where maybe you went in thinking it's going to be this, but I ended up getting something way better.
0: Yeah, this is cool. So, for me, I'm just an awareness guy. As soon as, as soon as I get the awareness, so I went in not knowing certain things, just as far as like marketing goes, as far as YouTube goes, and even as far as like bettering your bettering your worst. Even that, Nick Peterson. I looked at areas in my life where I was like, you know what? Ever so often I'll have some gummy bears. Right. And it's, that's, that's my, like, that's my thing. I'll, I'll just like, but that's like my cheat. It's like, so ever so often, somebody will have a glass of wine. They don't think they have an issue, but if it's like, it's a pattern that keeps running you, then the pattern is actually the thing that's taking life away from you. So Gummy bears, for me, it energetically pulls me at sometimes. So after I left, not trying to better my best, but truly 1% better in that area, I came across some gummy bears, but in a moment where I really, really, really wanted them. And I said, I'm powerfully choosing not to have any gummy bears. And it wasn't not to have it and like force myself, I powerfully chose. And what I didn't realize is I planted the seed to make this choice. And like you said, but here's the byproduct. It developed, it developed my level of focus in another area. It's kind of like um, Mr. Miyagi with, uh, with Karate Kid. He was like wax on, wax off. He thought he was doing this, but it was working out this other. He was actually learning how to fight through cleaning. So I developed the discipline to say no. And no can actually be really powerful when when you're not being weak about it, you're actually being powerful about it. I said, no, I'm powerfully choosing not to have the gummy bears. And then all of a sudden I was confronted with something else that typically pulls me in. And I was like, no, no thanks. And I didn't feel the pull. I didn't feel the drive. I'm like, wow, my discipline is developing because I needed to start. And then I developed and created and made my old hard, my new easy. And so that's what I got out of this whole thing. And it just keeps going. And now it's like, my results are better. I feel more clean. I'm getting better sleep
1: because of the decisions that I made three days ago. I made my old hard, my new easy. I love it, dude. I love it. Okay. Listen, before I let you go, the last time I last time I talked to you, you were just about to leave your old place and and you did like one last quick tour and you know you one, la- one, one last look at the Black Jesus and everything else. So uh, you're in your new place. I don't know how like officially settled in you are and I'm sure there's still some other things you're working on. But what is what is the room or the piece of art or the most inspiring thing in the new place that gets you going? The whole entire house. I'll give you a
0: whole... Alright, whole- let's
1: see. Let's see what we got. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, y'all. So me and my wife live here. Um, I wouldn't say that this is our dream house, but this is, this house is a dream. I'll take you from the back to the front. Hold on a second. We're walking into the front door. We walk in. There's Dobby. There's here. It's an open floor plane on the top floor right here. This is, is going to be my wife's office, so we're building... All this here, there's going to be windows. Good friend of mine, Robin Chance, did this painting. So this is what I got my wife for Mother's Day. Okay, this is the top floor. This is the bar here. There's a painting I just painted. There's my wife's painting. Got the mask. Okay, this is the living room where we watch TV. All this stuff. Here's the kitchen. Yes, that is a double island. I'm going to take you outside in the backyard. Hold on one second. This is our little deck. We got a resort-sized swimming pool outside. Over there is a cascade, so we have two ponds in the backyard. We have a natural well on the property. Um, There's our pickleball court basketball court all that's our land back there and then we're gonna go inside oh this is a little awning i mean like a little thing that we just had built right there hold on one second okay that's my daughter's high chair and we got this over here let me take y'all somewhere one second, I'll take you on to our room. This is our room right here. We got the window here, me and my wife's bedroom. This the closet, this is my side, this is my wife's side. I won't show you my guns this time. However, you may not wanna come into my house Without my permission. Okay. I'll show you the best part. Hold on. There's my ashy toes. So my office has just gotten built. So there's no furniture in it. But I just... We're getting everything done. This is where my podcast is going to be.
1: Nice. On this
0: fall. My, de- my office desk is going to be there. It's gonna be a nice painting there. And this is gonna be my man, man den right here. And the out there is gonna be an outdoor patio. This is the restroom. We're almost done. This is our ceremony room. So it's like meditation room, all these kind of things. There's my drums. Hey, we have some fun down here. There's all these books. Okay. Here's my favorite part. Are you ready for this? Let's go. All right. Here's my favorite part. So, Evan, when you come to Austin, we're going to go watch a UFC fight in our theater. Nice. Yep. We're going to watch a UFC fight in our theater. Softest carpet ever. And... We'll get a workout in the morning in the gym, but by the time you get here, the sauna's gonna be there. The ice bath's gonna be there. All this is being remodeled, so it's gonna look like
1: you're coming to Tulum. And that's about it for now. I love it, man. I love it. Thanks for giving us a tour. It's awesome. Now, we're just missing some art. We gotta see some crazy art on the walls. That's that's coming next. Yeah, it's coming. A lot of a lot of art is coming. My friend Robin Chance is bringing me, bringing
0: us lots of pieces and everything. But we're still doing lots of remodeling.
1: Yeah, but, um, I am it, dude. Super happy for you. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, and it's really cool because we got this house last year, and it's grown, it's grown three million in one year. Living in Austin is one of the highest, is one of the um, one of the 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 fastest growing cities to move in. So even if you're not moving to Austin, buy you a place here. Buy a small place. Small. And then just let it sit for two years
1: or Airbnb and then watch what happens. I love it, dude. Okay, last question. You've done so much to help everybody, your community, my community now here too, YouTube. Stay tuned for Garen's upcoming channel. Uh, If all the people that you've helped were to hold you in their prayers tonight... What would you have them pray for?
0: Oh, that's good.
1: If all of the
0: people that I've impacted directly and indirectly, which is millions of people, I would have them pray for me to develop the continuous skills to be an exceptional father. To not only my, um, my 20-year-old, but an exceptional father to uh, my six month old. And uh, that matters more to me than all this stuff outwardly. It, it, it really does. And the more and more I lean into fatherhood, and there's a lot of stuff that I don't know. Because I, you know, when I was 22, I did, really didn't know who I was. So now being 42 and being able to lean in. You know, it's, uh, the dynamics is very different than my first daughter, Kylea, and baby soul. And I'd say just pray for just, uh, harmony, the spirit of harmony inside the family. You know, I'm a follower of Christ and I, you know, I pray every day and, and, but I also receive prayers from every religious background. I do not, do not deny prayer from anyone. Um, I receive prayers from all that, I may become continuously an exceptional father and be able to hold that space that marries all of my family together for those who are separate and may they truly feel the essence of family. Because I do have a picture one day that we're all sitting at the dinner table and there's no... There's no, none of that negative energy is like, wow, this, this is family. That's
1: what I would love in prayer. I got goosebumps, man. This beautiful. Yeah. Mr. Garen Jones in the house. (laughs) (laughs) house. (laughs) Appreciate you, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, bro. Take care. Okay. Take care. To see my last amazing one-on-one with Garen Jones, check the video right there next to me. I think you'll love it. Continue to believe, and I'll see you there.
0: Black Lives Matter is on the surface, but what's underneath is a cry. Society's
1: agenda has been constructed to train people to be...